0: maybe instead of judging him and thinking that he's the biggest douchebag on earth i'm gonna test Mm. something out next time i get to the office and he lashes out at me i'm actually gonna start asking him what's going on dude what's what's happening is everything okay in your life so i'll absorb the punches i'll let it Mm. i'll let everything calm down and cool down for a little while and then i'll come in i'll come and talk to you and i'll be like yo leon what's happening how's how's your the wife and the kids and is everything okay you seem a little upset you know and it's really doing root cause analysis when you're on the receiving end as well and i promise you that worked every single time hey everyone welcome to the rlt podcast where we share some real life tools tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals what's up boys and girls welcome back to a brand new week and a brand new episode of the real life tips podcast this is episode number 43 and i'm your host mono
1: joined by Liam as usual welcome back everyone it's so nice to be back for us as well we actually took a week break can you believe it from <laughs> yeah. life and the hecticness of work and the rustle and bustle of city life and everything so I don't know, it was school holidays, it was just a one-week holiday last week. I don't think that really mattered much to you, but by (laughs) chance, you also took the week off, I took the week off, we decided not to record for one week, for the first time in a year. I mean, it's our one-year anniversary last week of recording. Absolutely. And yeah, man, um, so that's amazing. That's a very, very big milestone. And yeah, we decided to celebrate it by not recording (laughs) last week. (laughs) Yeah. So, yo, man, how was your holiday? I spent some time at the coast. It was miserable. The weather was wet. And I actually spent most of my days still working from the flat we were in. But there was two <laughs> days of sun. Of our lives. Yeah. There was two days of sun. I made sure to go outside without any sunblock and burn myself to a crisp so that everyone can see we <laughs> had a good time. <laughs> Instant regret.
0: Yeah, no, I really had a good time as well um, on my time off. And it is pretty crazy because... I keep forgetting to to celebrate it on the podcast the fact that we've we've hit our 1 year milestone and that's that's a big yeah. accomplishment man like honestly uh, it, it 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 took a lot a lot of dedication for us to get to where we are now um yes, recording absolutely. week in week out there's a lot of time a lot of blood sweat and tears going into preparing and planning our topics and lining up the next topics and preparing some guest interviews as you might have heard in our previous episodes as well uh, so, no, it was absolutely amazing to break free. I think it's it's getting to that time of the year where we're all kind of feeling a little bit burnt out. And I really just had to take a week as well where I said, you know what? I'm mm. going to go into the mountains and I'm going to go there where there's pretty much just some food to eat and nothing more than that and um, drinks to drink. That was pretty much it. So so it was really, really necessary. And I think, you know, with that being said, when we're touching on tonight's topic it really flows in quite nicely because yeah, it's it it's all this pent-up energy and, and frustration from the whole year. And sometimes you just got to break free from that. Sometimes you just got to say, you know what, enough is enough. I don't know what's going on in life anymore. No matter what I try and do, I can't calm myself down. I can't break free from the stress and the daily hustle and all of that. So I'm going to force myself out of my current situation. So today we're talking about diffusing emotions or anger by identifying and addressing the root cause it's really Mm. as simple as that and i think it's going to be an absolute interesting one because we're going to revert a little bit back to before when we used to deep dive into the research once again right so it's it's where we're going to Mm. have a look at this from a few different angles but as always we're going to deep dive into what does the research say what happens and you how does this anger build up and what happens when it gets released right what happens to our bodies chemically and and is there any of that information that we can actually use in our own lives to identify not just that we have anger, because we, we all have anger issues, let's be honest, we're, we're all adults, we're all working and grinding it out every single day, but really identifying what is the root cause behind that so that we don't take it out on other people, number one, and number two, so we get to know ourselves better. Right? But it's not going to be all just mm. negative. now, we're also going to have a look at the positive. We're talking about finding the root cause of your emotions. It's saying that when you're sitting in a situation and you feel that you're happy and you're content with life and really saying, but why is that? What is it that makes me feel this way? And how can I isolate that feeling? and sort of almost take a mental note of it so that next time when I feel the opposite way, I can bring that up again. I can find that mental note and I can push myself back into that mental space. So it's really about identifying root causes here tonight, Leon.
1: Dude, this is one of those episodes, I almost feel like it's been an elephant in the room for I think a lot of people and definitely for myself as well. I think from all the episodes that we've recorded before, and given my set of personality traits that have now been revealed to the world through multiple (laughs) episodes i do face a lot of anger in my life because of the way that i'm just set up to function Mm -hmm. and that kind of pulls myself towards a lot of frustration annoyances um, aggravated situations Just always being riled up and ready to... And, you know, it's a lot of my own doing. Honestly, I think actually mostly it's my own doing. Yes, there's external factors like the world circumstances with COVID and all this stuff and political issues and economics and finances and marriage and pressure with children there's so many different things that kind of smolders together and sits underneath the skin the whole day just festering and waiting for any opportunity to let go Mm. but what this episode is about and this is something that i've personally decided to work on a little bit is to face the anger issue from a different point of view and rather see what is behind the anger Mm -hmm. and address that give that its space in time and give that enough notoriety and area so that you firstly have the ability to control it but more importantly most of the times when we take out anger you're going to take it out on those closest to you i think this is usually the biggest problem with anger issues is that you take it out on family members or your girlfriend your boyfriend your wife your husband and that unfortunately is just because that's the it's almost like a punching bag that you know is just going to deflect and take the punches and it's going to come back the next day and just be still there for you Mm -hmm. so you can take it out Mm -hmm. it's literally like a punching bag just in a very sickening Mm -hmm. way almost yeah and you know that it's not going to just run away. So you can do what you want. It's not like you can take that level of anger out at work, for example. Oh, yeah. Because you might get fired. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, so it's a safe space to let go of the anger. But it's not really a productive way to blast out and start name calling or and it's not uh, provoking someone. It's not helping the situation mm-hmm. um, as much as you might feel like you're getting things off of your chest. You're literally just taking your anger and loading it on someone else's shoulder. Absolutely. Because you've literally put that onto them now. And the problem is that someone, you walk out of that situation feeling slightly deflated from your anger, Mm -hmm. but you've now hurt someone and you're going to have even more built up frustration and anger having to mend that again. And then the whole circle just continues over and over and over again. And I'm Mm -hmm. talking about, everyone that's listening to the podcast right now i don't think there's anyone that's exempt to the rule yeah everyone has gone through
0: this yeah and and i think it's it's quite interesting what you said there because what happens then is that they start absorbing a lot of it and sometimes a lot of partners are absolutely amazing with absorbing the punches but let's be honest we're all just human beings right so we we can't we can only absorb it for so long. And then it starts building up and festering inside ourselves as well. So what happens is it becomes this vicious cycle where you keep yeah. you're punching and punching and punching. They keep absorbing, absorbing, absorbing. And then one day you're going to have to be the punching bag because you know that you're, they were there for you through your tough times. And really, but 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 looking at a situation like that and saying that instead of you being my punching bag... Every now and then and absorbing the punches and I'm going to be your punching bag every now and again, absorbing your punches. Let's address Mm. this differently. Let's say that when we get in an argument, when we get upset, when we get frustrated, let's take a breather. Let's take a moment. Let's breathe in and think about where is this really coming from? And that's the interesting fact about tonight, right? Is that we're going to have a look at this because this is something that I somewhere in my life started realizing I don't know how or where or when and I started testing out the theory and it's now been almost a decade that I've been applying this sort of strategy to my own personal life and it's absolutely helped me out of so many not just arguments but save so many relationships whether that's like personal relationships romantic relationships friend relationships family relationships work relationships just taking a second to breathe and say that I am feeling frustrated I don't know exactly why. And I'm just going to, instead of just blast it out at everyone around me, I'm going to sit down. I'm just going to take a second and I'm going to really think, not just say that I'm, I'm going to just try and figure out, okay, yeah, I'm not upset about this, but really, really think about where did my day go wrong and identify that mm. point in time and realize right there that, you can now turn this entire conversation around. You can now stop it in its tracks and then tell that person, look, sorry that I'm flipping out at you. Actually, I just realized I'm not upset with you. I'm not upset with this situation. I'm upset because... I had a crappy day because it started off with this meeting and then my boss came at me or this client came at me and that's actually why I'm lashing out. And that's, I think, where where the interesting part is going to come from tonight. Yeah.
1: And that's that's also where the most tricky part comes from. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things is that everything you've just mentioned, I think everyone knows needs to be practiced, right? Is to kind of do introspection and figure out when you are acting angrily towards someone, that you should try and step back. There's some guys that, or there's there's a saying that goes, you know, watch what you say because once it's out, you can't take it back, right? The thing is, we all know this. We know that once you said it, it's done. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that you can't take it back. The biggest issue is, I think none of us really want to fight with people. Yeah, Um,
0: absolutely.
1: There's really nothing that ever comes positively out of that. The problem is that once we are so angry, it, it it boils to that point where you have to release it. But the thing is, you you need to then, at that point in time, when you know that you're going to, you know, be irrational or act up towards someone, you need to immediately take a stance of, listen, hold on, wait, this is going to blow out and I'm misdirecting my anger from some other place towards someone that's really completely Mm -hmm. innocent to the problem. Now the big issue and the reason why I think it's so difficult to diffuse it quickly Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes, and again, I'm, I'm actually trying to talk here to the person that's being angry as well as the person receiving the anger. This, this point of what I'm going to try and make now needs to come from both parties. If, if it's to work once that situation happens one of the parties needs to decide not to provoke the other yeah. one what what happens frequently when i get angry is something small will start triggering an almost like an avalanche it's not like you immediately start yelling about stuff mm-hmm. small things happen small little um you know ball starts rolling down a hill gains momentum starts gathering more speed and eventually it blows out and the reason it usually blows out is either one or the other person starts provoking the other into a complete and frontal onslaught now of okay let's go let's yeah. go at this right now and that i think is is usually the core reason for for getting to the point of a of a huge argument or More than an argument, this now becomes like a complete Mm -hmm. fight right, between two people. Is the fact that I can see you're angry. I'm actually angry because you are angry. um, And you are facing your anger towards me, and I'm innocent. So I'm going to start getting angry now Mm -hmm. as well because this is annoying. I'm innocent. You're taking it out on me. But then people start picking word choices and nicking at, you know, almost like using small little techniques to provoke you. To really get that anger out so that one can go full on.
0: And sometimes that's fun. Let's be honest, right? Sometimes it's it's yeah. good knowing a person to you that you want that p- release. Why else would you do it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you if you know a person so well that you know exactly which buttons to press, it's it's almost like it mm. you almost get a kick out of it and it, it's not because that it's not because you're a crappy person. It's because you literally That's are, you're, you're a dealing person. yeah you're <laughs> you're a person and you're dealing with your own stuff and sometimes you just need someone to lash out at you sometimes you just need to lash out at someone because you need a release of whatever is yeah. going on in your
1: life and i think for me it's extremely difficult once that flint has been going for a little bit now throughout the evening with small chips you know it starts with small mm. things builds up to a greater moment of wow, okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. But for me, I just don't have the emotional intelligence to not engage. And that's, the, <laughs> that's my biggest problem. And that is, takes practice. Yeah, that takes a lot of effort and dedication. Yeah. Now, the, the, the only reason one has to learn how to do this is motivational factors. You need to think about what am I going to do and achieve mm. if I keep doing this? What's the long-term side effect for my marriage going to be if I keep doing this? What's the level of our communication and open communication going to look like if I keep engaging purely in aggressive conversations? Mm. Once you've got motivational factors to actually help you make that change, I think then the change becomes a little bit easier and more forthcoming. To the point where I've started realizing there's two things I need to do. The one thing is, I should stop provoking during a build up to an argument because I'm literally then just poking the bear. I mm-hmm. know the bear's already there, the bear's already hungry, but now I keep poking it in its face and saying, Okay, you want to go? Let's go. I'm yeah. happy to go. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I need to really chime down on. And the second thing is that I need to understand that when I start going full out and I start getting hurtful and things like that, I need to remember that this is a person that I love and the long term effect, if we keep, if this happens regularly, this, this is not a foundation that you can really build anything substantial on long term. And those, those factors are kind of the balancing, I would say the balancing beams that I try and employ or deploy when getting into like these anger situations. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm so glad that you mentioned that because it's almost like eating takeaways, right? It's like you know that it's bad for you, but you don't see how bad it really is if you just do it one meal at a time or like once a Correct. week, you know, or well, like that's until you yeah. get obese and um you start suffering from you know, heart like, disease how did i suffering. get you exactly yeah. right so and and that's really what it comes down to is, is nipping it and in and that's the that's yeah.
1: when you have that fight suddenly out of the blue the wife says they want to divorce and you're like yeah and you're like where did this come but from? we just had a fight about a dent in the in the car exactly and you're like how can you want to divorce me because of a dent in a car and exactly. you don't realize dude it's because you've been eating kfc for the past <laughs> five years yeah. you've been fighting me for five years with this crappy small things yeah this is just the culmination like everything is burnt up to this
0: point it's so great it's so great that you're addressing anger first leon and this is exactly what i what i had planned for us for tonight is let's have a look at the negative emotions so this is split up into two different parts number one negative emotions starting with anger and frustration right and how can we address that head on how how do we identify the root cause of that as well as looking at other emotions negative emotions such as sadness right and We'll touch mm. on that in just a second, but maybe as a closing comment on anger, what I wanted to just point out from what I mentioned earlier on was, you know, one of the main things that has changed my life when it came to, you know, getting into these nitpicky fights and getting into um, just just frustration or, or these frustrating situations and little petty arguments and things like that, mm. right? Whether that's with your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, work colleagues, whatever the case is, right? I have actually tested this out a couple of years ago. As I mentioned, I stop and I tell myself, and I'm like, you know what, Mono? You are frustrated, but obviously you cannot be frustrated. The fact that she just shifted the pan to the left hand side on you know, on the stove. <laughs> why are you frustrated with that? And Sometimes why are you lashing it, out? Right.
1: That's as little as it needs, right? Yeah.
0: But that's the cherry on the on on the cake where you just. Flipped your lid completely so you really have to look back and say what was it where did my day start because a lot of the times when i stopped and i did that quick introspection i discovered that my day started okay i woke up i was happy i was listening to music i got into my zone of getting into work and everything and everything was going great up until what point did that change and once you start questioning yourself in that line you start identifying things in your day that went wrong, right? Maybe it's a a friend that phoned you up and said, you know what, I need to borrow money. Um, Or maybe it's someone that lashed out at you and said, you know what, why isn't this done? We've been asking you for so long. So really identifying whatever it is that the root cause was of your frustration for that day is what I wanted to quickly point out. But taking it one step further, have you ever realized that in some occasions, you just, you go through this, I don't know, Leon, if you've been there, but I'm pretty sure you have, right? Where you wake up and you just instantly feel pissed off with the whole world. You, you oh, literally yes. just don't, uh, you uh, don't feel like doing anything. Piece. Yeah. So what I actually did is I took it one step further and I said to myself, when did this change? Because I'm not a bad, I'm, I'm not an upset person. I'm not an angry, I'm not a frustrated person. When did this change in my life? Was it a couple of weeks ago? Was it one week ago? Was it a couple of days ago? Was it a couple of months ago? And what changed in my life for me to shift my personality into this aggressive to to person, point, yeah. right? So that's that's the one thing I wanted to quickly point out. Moving into the second negative emotion before we move into the positive ones, um, sadness. I, I feel that this is absolutely something that can be addressed with the exact same root cause analysis, if you really want to put a title to this, right? Is if you feel that nothing in your world is working out and you're feeling down, you're feeling depressed. Of course, we've done a couple of episodes where we touched or scraped the surface on depression and you're getting help and all of that absolutely, that can still play a factor. There is a chemical imbalance that could cause these negative emotions or, or, or sadness or um, extended sadness leading into depression or perhaps clinical depression. But if you're facing sadness... Don't you think, Leon, that you can work it back to its root cause and Mm. identify it in the same way?
1: 100%. And the funny thing is you mentioned the word sadness. Now, one of the strange things, and we're going to, well, I'm going to touch on a little bit of um, research here as well, is that most of us are very uncomfortable with sadness. We don't really know, especially underlying sadness. Mm. I don't want to call it depression because that takes up, anxiety and other things into account as well mm-hmm. but just sadness so the the feeling of um something inside me is not jelling and i just feel like quivery i i don't feel good um we're not really equipped with the, we don't know how to deal with that emotion mm-hmm. most of us don't yes you know i think for the for the female <laughs> species they cry easily, or maybe easier. I don't know if I'm generalizing now, but from just what I've noticed in my life, mm. they are okay to go and grab a pillow and stick their face in it and cry it out. Guys don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> their way to deal with sadness is usually, and again, I'm generalizing. I know that, but you know, again, we're talking about the average mania. Mm. They usually lash out, or they, they completely and utterly deal with it in the incorrect way in my opinion and that's even in my own life experience i usually don't address underlying sadness Mm. in the correct way or eventually it could manifest into something a little bit more severe like mild depression and stuff like that but there's other research that also says and this is (laughs) this is a shocker um, and that is that humans are 98% 98 percent so almost completely emotional and only two percent rational
0: wow (laughs) that i'll let that
1: sink in for a second that's pretty crazy 98 percent of our being and our decisions, our lives, are built out of e- an emotional part of our our psyche, if you want to call and it. That.
0: That's insane because, like, I've I've gone through a ton of sales training courses and all of those type of things, and of course, we mm. all un- understand that people buy emotionally first and logically second. But I never 100%. knew that the split was that that much ninety five percent emotional. Huge. Yeah,
1: it's it's massive, and once I read this. St- statistic and you know i started actually thinking about various different things buying decisions and if you're a samsung guy for example or an iphone guy Mm. and you think about we've done episodes where we touched on branding and how there's so much emotion (laughs) underlying you don't recognize it you don't see it Mm -hmm. you see the phone you're like wow but that whole wow all of what goes into that wow is all emotions that's been packed up into A little bit of rationale around, okay, it's got a nice camera and it's got like a couple of nice technical features and stuff. But the rest of it is like the wow, the wow factor, right? And that goes all the way to a holiday. If you spend, we spend a week away, both of us Mm. now, um, away from home. Every single thing around just the experience of a holiday tugs at emotional levels. You know, it doesn't... There's nothing really rationally happening during that entire time. Mm -hmm. It's all just purely based on emotions. With that said, if you think about us being completely emotional and very, very seldomly rational, when you are flaring, so when you are literally either super sad or super angry... It's very, very, very difficult to be rational in your conversation. So, for us to say that you need to immediately pull back and think about why you, you know, what's the root cause, is a very, very difficult discipline. We're not wired to actually be able to do that. Mm. And that is why this episode exists, because there's a lot of other things that one can also do. So, if you are failing to actually address the root cause, which 100% is going to save your ass every time. If you've got a huge blowout and you have the ability to go step a second back and look at the root cause, 100% you're going to defuse that situation every single time without fail. The other thing that is important if you are not able to do that, if you're on the receiving end of this anger, you also need to be prepared because you're, you're not the one that's been festering in this emotion. You are now just f- suddenly re- at the receiving end. So you've got a little bit more time to grip onto that 2% rationality. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? The one that's throwing out the emotion towards you now, in this case, it's anger. He's already 100% invested in that 98% emotions that's now boiling over. Mm -hmm. You are now gripping onto that last like 2%. This guy's coming at me. I have to. So for the recipient, it's equally important to play their part. And they need to do a few things. And I'm going to touch on that in in, in, in the next section. But they need to also play their part in the argument to actually help diffuse the situation. I
0: am so, so glad you brought that up. I hadn't even thought about this. But this is actually a very, very good point. You're talking about the receiving, being on this receiving end of that anger right now. And you can really play this exact same root cause analysis, quote unquote when you're mm. on the receiving end as well and this is a very very good strategy to play in life this is something that i don't know where i picked up but i tested it out and i first tested it out on you funny enough right mm. so listen to this is you i used to report to you i used to come into the office some days you were the coolest boss on earth other days you would just lash out at people and you know, I would come home and I'd be really, really, <laughs> you, you laugh. But this was, like, it that it was really, really bad sometimes, man. And like, honestly, yeah, some sure. days I got I got home and I was like, dude, I hate this guy. I hate my life. I hate this job. I don't know why I'm working and I'm reporting into this guy. Um, but mm. that carried on for a, maybe like a week or so. And then one day I decided I was like, you know what? Maybe instead of judging him and thinking that he's the biggest douchebag on earth, I'm gonna test mm. something out. Next time I get to the office and he lashes out at me, I'm actually gonna start asking him, What's going on, dude? What's what's happening? Is everything okay in your life? So I'll absorb the punches, I'll let it mm. I'll let everything calm down and cool down for a little while. And then I'll come in and I'll come and talk to you and I'll be like, yo, Leon, what's happening? How's how's your know, the wife and the kids and is everything okay you seem a little upset you know and it's really doing root cause analysis when you're on the receiving end as well and i promise you that worked every single time and not only does it work in diffusing the anger because i I, I bet you if you had to think back about this and we've never had this conversation and we're having it right now Mm. on air but if you had to think (laughs) about this uh, conversation back then did that not make you feel a little bit better because now you can vent, you can play it open cards because you had to sort of your hold your walls up high because now you know you're the manager and you can't let anyone in but when somebody starts mm. tugging at that little piece of string all of a sudden, the rope drops, and you're like, you know what? It's fine. Let's let's go out for a smoke. Let's talk about this, and let's get to the bottom of it. Did that not help, dude? It's it's
1: so funny that you mention it. So I actually, I there was a few times where you did this at work, and I picked up on it, but it worked so well that even when you that, picked up on it, you just gave yeah, hundred percent. I picked up on it, and I was like, this is actually exactly what I want. Yeah. At that point, I just want to chat. Like, actually wanted get the stuff off of my chest that i'm feeling at this moment and it's got nothing to do with you maybe it's from maybe i'm trying to apply for a house and everything's going wrong maybe i've got issues with my um, kids that are sick or maybe there's so many other things that's going on in my life and i just want people to understand that that's also going on while i'm also trying to keep this thing afloat at work and all that stuff it's super interesting because it 100 percent so if I was able to know that and I knew that every single time you did that again, I kind of knew that that was what you Mm. were doing. Um, but it 100% every single time diffused the situation. Now I'm not even able as a manager to then open up wide about my feelings and stuff like that, but still it diffuses the situation. Now imagine using that tactic as the receiving end of the anger, Mm. At home with your wife, where you have the most amount of fights. Exactly what i Where you can to. talk about anything. Yeah. You will 100% fix every single fight.
0: And that's it. It doesn't, it doesn't, and, and this is going to sound really, really bad. It's, uh, I'm not saying that I never cared when asked these questions. I always do. We've had that chat in the past. But if you're starting out with this sort of mentality or starting out with these tests in your own personal life, you don't have to 100% you sit there and actually care about that other person if that's, going to, if that's a very mm, difficult mm. task for you. As long as you just show interest and they, you just give them an out. You just give them a, a little bit of time to vent. And that's all they really want. That's all anybody ever wants. And the reason that I came across this, I, I, I presume, is probably because that's what I discovered in my own, in my own life. Is this is something that I've always wanted. It's like when I'm lashing out... And I think some people have, have come to me and actually done this to me, not because of a tactic or anything, but because they actually really just cared. And I realized that that every single time that made me feel better. So it's really yeah. one of those things that helps you to diffuse the situation, whether you're on the giving end or the receiving end. Absolutely interesting, Leanne. I think it's time. Let's move into the into the positive side of things as well. Positive emotions. Happiness and excitement, I feel that those two are exactly the same situation. That as much as we need to identify the root cause of our uh, terrible feelings, we need to identify the root cause of our happy feelings. You know, what makes us happy? Mm. When you wake up on a Saturday morning and you feel hungover and you feel trash and, you know, you, you spend the whole day in bed just watching movies and eating takeaways versus when you wake up on a Saturday morning and you spend time with your kids or you go out and you cycle or you get things done. You get your car washed and you're splitting those two different experiences up and asking yourself. But why is it that I feel trash today? Is it because I had a long night last night? Or is it because, you know, I, I had an argument with my wife? Or is it because I was struggling with a work project until late last night? So all of a sudden, mm. my happiness is taken away, my peace of mind is taken away. So, what is the opposite side of that? And what was the last good Saturday that I had or the last good weekend that I had or the last good week, again, if we want to take this long term, week, month, year that I had, what was I doing during that time that gave me the excitement, that gave me the happiness, that gave me the the purpose and the passion that I was living with in that short period of time?
1: You're 100% right. And I'm happy, I'm happy to flip um, the lid at this point in time because... Something that I've realized is that negative emotions seem to trump positive ones every single time. You can have one happy experience and one bad experience. You'll probably remember the bad experience, even if they were 100% of an equal weight. Yeah. You know? And it's very very important and this is something that i've been working on for uh, literally at the beginning of this year i've been you know doing the gratuity thing a lot i've been mm-hmm. trying to express gratitude every day for five things and this is maybe something that you guys can try it's my, it's not the real life tips yet and it's not going to be part of my tips but go spend every day even if it's in the car quickly thinking about five things that you are grateful for that day and I promise you, if you start going and list the amount of things that you have going for you versus maybe the one thing that's busy derailing in your life at the moment, you immediately start noticing how minute or inferior that problem actually might be. And it gives you a lot of context. It gives you a lot of emotional context about how irrational you are actually being giving this so much attention. You could, for example, go through a whole week, every day wake up. That in and of itself is something to be thankful for. Mm. You can wake up your kids. That's another thing to be thankful for. It's small little things, but you keep dismissing or you don't see that anymore because it's just taken for granted, Mm -hmm. right? Being able to make a coffee, get in a car with an air conditioner that can keep you nice and cool while you drive to work, that's a luxury. Not everyone's got that. You're part of that 1% in the world that actually has that capability. Having a job to run, to go to, is something, you know, and when you start looking at life through that lens, and that's how you can see how very quickly you can make a list of five things to be grateful for every day, you very very easily start smothering any kind of negativity in your life and that can really quench a lot of flames that's
0: i love that because because you know i recently uh, bought a jeep which is pretty pretty cool yeah congratulations (laughs) i just had to believe it so for (laughs)
1: anyone that's a long-time listener we need to announce that mardin has done something completely out of the ordinary and went and bought himself a very expensive toy yeah
0: so uh, <laughs> it's pretty crazy uh, we'll we'll chat about the financial aspect and the decision making process that we went through we'll the whole
1: episode about the Jeep. it was it
0: was horrible <laughs> leading up to that decision but the point is not just that it's it's like have you ever bought a new car or or thought about buying a new car and all of a sudden yeah, but how much do you pay
1: for a smile <laughs> no
0: i hear you but listen to it's listen priceless. to me this is going somewhere Have you ever thought about buying a new car or bought a new car and all of a sudden you've never noticed this car on the road, all of a sudden you just start seeing it everywhere. So I bought this Jeep and all of a sudden I started noticing Jeeps everywhere. Even when like, a week leading up to the purchase I started noticing Jeeps everywhere and i never used to see them in the past the same thing always happens exactly but that's what you're saying now is that once you start doing the gratitude list and i never it never clicked for me until up until one day specifically and i was like it makes so much sense if you start looking For bad things in your life and start talking about all the negativity and everything that's gone wrong with your day and everything that you uh, try and fight every single month every year in and out you're gonna only notice those things but once you flip it on its head and you start just just two or three things in the morning you don't have to write it down even sit in your car and just think you know take take a second take a breather when you're sitting at a red light and saying that what what are the two things that i'm grateful for today um mm. just just to yourself so that you can start training yourself to your emotional eye training your it's emotional eye man. to yeah to to start noticing the good things in life absolutely yeah. love that. that that's a very very good point that you have there leon i think uh, Lian, it is time for us to move into the real life boom, 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 tips. <laughs> <laughs> for, for today great so Lian, before i get started with my tips i'm going to give it over to you are there two main tips or yes, do, are there two? I've got three. You got three tips. I've got three. Uh, see, I'm I'm stuck at the number two because for the last couple of episodes, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, you've had two. I've had. You've two. been
1: laying the tip gospel <laughs> this week. It's mine, man. I'm gonna take the flag on this one. So, to go into the tips again, I'm coming from this. So you might have noticed that throughout my talk today, um, I've been very much focused on the receiver of the anger as well. Again, because, because of this statistic that I mentioned earlier, which is very alarming that we are 90% emotional and 2% rational. By the time the person that's angry comes at you, he's very far away from his 2% rationality and he is going to continue coming at you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult for that person to apply everything we've mentioned. If you can, wow. Wow. 100% do that. If you can, do introspection at that point, in that moment, and say what's the root cause, etc. But I think a lot can be done by the receiver um, in this case. So my tips today are purely going to go out to the receiver. And I don't want to... don't want to say that if you are receiving an angry person coming towards you, you've listened to our episodes about... There's a difference between like violently being... emotionally breaking down people verbally and just the regular anger that... So I'm talking about regular anger outfalls between you and your spouse or you and a colleague or you and your family members or something like that. If you're on the receiving end, the first thing, and this is going to take all your willpower in your body, is to ignore the words. Yeah. Don't listen Mm -hmm. to the words and don't stick on to the disses and the remarks and insults and swearing and whatever that's going to come with the anger onslaught because it's going to be there but it means nothing you know this person for a long time you know there's a lot under the surface there's probably something going on first tip is try and ignore the words again it's going to take everything of you to do that but you are now that person that's receiving the anger you've got a little bit more preparedness in your favor than the person that's been boiling with this anger the whole day that needs to get it out second tip read that person's emotions and body language so try and see what is the root cause you'll pick it up as well yeah. is he annoyed is he frustrated is he angry is he anxious does he feel disrespected does he feel that his opinion is not being heard is he unsupported in what he's trying to say um Is there a level of fear or is he scared about something? Um, Is there any kind of shame? Is it coming from sadness, something in his family that's going on? Try and identify the emotions that is at the root cause. I promise you from a receiving end, you will more or less always know what this is actually coming from. Where is this actually coming from? And then lastly, and this is a very, very cool trick, is to start using the word you In your remarks back to that person is Mm -hmm. I hear what you're saying it seems that you are annoyed you are frustrated you are feeling angry or you feel disrespected so you are immediately telling that person I hear you I see what's going on I can I feel for you because I can hear that you feel angry and you feel disrespected or you feel that someone is not supporting you once you've got those three things in your Let's say, bag of and analyzing this in a mindful way and understanding what the actual problem is that you're dealing with. Use words and things like, I see that you're angry, please talk to me when you can speak to me without yelling. I know what this is about, but when you are ready to talk about, about this calmly, talk to me then. Or say something like, let's both just take a little bit of time to calm down and then we can continue the conversation. Or, One of the other options that also works is to say, I hear you, you've got the right to be angry. Will it help for me to talk to you about this right now? Or is it better to let me leave you and give you a bit of space? Like let you sit a little bit and think about this and then we can talk about it later. And that way you will immediately diffuse the problem. You're going to make that person almost like he didn't get his fix. He didn't get his punch like in. And they're going to be forced to go and sit, okay, wow, that didn't work. (laughs) So let me try and go about this another way and talk about the actual root cause. Mm. They'll immediately go and address the root cause themselves and come back to you with that root cause and say, okay, cool. Sorry, I didn't actually mean to lash out at you. Mm. This is actually what's going on. Please help me. Like, I trust you. I believe in you. I love you. Please help me. This is actually what's going on in my life. Those are the only tips I've got. Please try and beat that. I don't think you can. <laughs>
0: that is beautiful. No, that's awesome, man. I especially love the fact that you said don't focus on the words. And you're something immediately jumped to mind. And I don't know where I heard this or read this.
1: Words makes it worse. It's about the provoking thing. Yeah, but... Don't give in exactly. to the provo- provocation. Exactly. That just makes it worse. But, but here's, here's a
0: good saying. Is hurt people say hurtful things. Or hurt people do hurtful things, Oof. right? And it's really truth. as simple wow. as that, right? Wow. When you boil True. it down to its core, if somebody says or does something hurtful to you, the re- the moment you realize this, the absolute universal truth to this, you can address any conflict in your life because mm. n- nobody wants to be unreasonable by nature. We're all... Good human beings, most of us, we've said this in the past, most of us are good by nature. We don't want to be assholes. So what we want to do Mm. is if if we are assholes or we are acting like douchebags, it's coming from somewhere. So understanding Mm. that when people are being hurtful to you, It's not because they want to be hurtful. It's because it's coming. It's stemming from somewhere. Some cases, maybe they do have something against you. Maybe you did something wrong. But but understanding and asking and addressing that, but not getting tied up in the words, because that's exactly what we said Mm. earlier in our situation. You know, if I had to get tied up in like the words, which I did in the beginning, the aggression that came... Well, not aggression, but you know, some of the comments and all of that kind of stuff. Exactly. Then then both
1: people start engaging in the fight equally, uh, equally aggressively. And we did
0: that. How many times did we do that? How many times did we go yeah. at each other yeah. verbally? Yeah. Correct. Because I felt upset because of the stuff that you were saying. And then I throw out some hurtful comments. And obviously, you're going to react to that. And that just doesn't help. But mm-hmm. addressing it and saying that... Hurt people, mm. say hurtful things, and finding out what hurt them in the first place. I absolutely love that. That's, That's beautiful, good. Leon. Mm. So, I've also got a couple of tips, maybe just uh, two, maybe three. I think the first thing that I want to point out is that it's absolutely necessary. So I I love the fact that you came in from the receiving end because I think I'm gonna come in from the the aggressor side here, right? And I'm I'm probably gonna give a couple of tips on that. So number one, yes, absolutely. We all need to try and not be so angry all the time, right? But here's what we have to realize, and this is some of the research that I've wanted to share uh, throughout this whole episode. I almost forgot about it, right? But did you know that ang- being angry and feeling angry is not just normal, obviously, but it's actually very good for you what? in your personal life. And there's a reason for anger, as with most things in life, or pretty much all things, all emotions that we have, right? But it's absolutely necessary, right? So, so the research actually states, and that, that makes a lot of sense, it's actually um, you know, quite yeah. obvious. It's the fact that if you don't get angry and you don't get upset, you're never going to learn how to stand up for yourself. You're never going to react, so you're just going to take knocks on the chin the whole time. Imagine you're in a boxing fight, and you don't ever learn how to mm. punch back, and uh, you know it's it's just if you don't learn how to stand it's, up it's for almost, yourself,
1: it's almost like if you don't know what anger is about, you don't know what suffering is. So you just going to float through life thinking that there's no, you know, yeah. there's no walls to break down. Exactly. Everything. So, so clean. everything
0: is just hunky Dory and you can just chill and everything's yeah. okay. You're not really going to accomplish anything. So yes, Ethiopia. feeling angry is, is not all bad. It's, it's good. Right. But they say here, what's the best way to manage your anger? Right. And, They actually broke it down into three different ways that we typically deal with our anger. Number one is expression. This, is, this can go a couple of ways, right? It's mm-hmm. either you lash out at someone or you express yourself by actually being reasonable uh, or engaging in a rational discussion with either yourself or mm-hmm. the, the receiver of the situation, right? So expression being number one. The second one is suppression. And this is quite interesting uh, because we'll mm-hmm. probably do a, a dedicated episode to this, but this is where passive, passive aggressive. aggressiveness comes mm-hmm. in, right? Exactly, where you suppress your feelings for such a long time, you suppress your anger, And you start lashing out, but in 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 you know passively. (laughs) We all know how that goes, right? We all know person. Then you start killing exactly. (laughs) But that's exactly it, (laughs) right? The third way that that can go is uh, is calming down, and and this is probably and this would have been my best guess Mm. of like the best way to deal with anger. Now is calming yourself down. But funny enough. Um, it's not really the best one. So according to this specific study, they said, or not study, but this research article, they mentioned that ideally, what you want to aim for is constructive expression. It's where you state your concerns and your needs clearly and directly without hurting others and trying to control them. And that makes a lot of sense. So it's not aiming for suppression. It's not aiming for holding up uh, uh, onto this anger and trying to pent it up right because we all know that's not good for anyone it's not about just calming yourself down and saying you know what life is okay everything is okay tomorrow will be better Mm. that's not going to help either you have to express yourself and you have to do so in a constructive way you you have to think about it you have to Tell people how you feel. Talk about your emotions. As uncomfortable as that might make you feel, because I know that you're not all of you guys are like me, I love talking about my emotions. I love talking about everything in my life. I'm an open book like that. Most people who know me will agree on that. I talk about mm. everything that I feel every single day, but not everyone is like that. So if if you're listening to this here, that's what they say, right? That's what the research says. So that's my tip number one, really, that I wanted to bring in there. Was that tip
1: number Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that,
0: was, that was tip number one. I'll keep the next one extremely short and to the point. From an aggressor point of view, and uh, this I'll tie into maybe a tool as well, as we recently did an episode dedicated, and this was our very first guest that we brought onto the show, um, Professor Kene Davis, who, who spoke about not really aggression per se, but we really spoke about gender-based violence and domestic violence. But yo, know, how this originates and transpires through through different scenarios and different households, right? So and what you will find in that episode is that it starts with the little things. It starts mm. with pent-up anger. Sometimes it starts with Uh, your things childhood trauma and things that you've gone through in your previous life so if you feel that this episode resonates with you that maybe sometimes you feel that there's a lot of anger that you're dealing with and you're scared that you might take it to the next level that it might turn into verbal abuse or it might turn into physical abuse go ahead go listen to that episode episode number 41 i will link it in the show notes for you guys as well scroll back to that it's the interview Mm -hmm. with professor davis so that leon is my second and final tip i think it's been an absolute hit of another episode that we've recorded here after a great week of having fun and just chilling and relaxing and letting go of our own grief don't you feel that it's so important to take a different approach to anger, to take a different approach to not just the bad emotions, the negative emotions, but also the positive mm. ones, right? Looking at it and saying, what is the root cause? If that means that I need to take a week's leave Correct. you know, from work or absence from work so that I can go and chill in the mountains, go and picnic and do absolutely nothing to realize what the root cause of my issues and my my good times, good vibes and bad times and bad vibes are, it's absolutely worth it breaking free from your traditional day to day life
1: yeah man and I think one of the closing things that I'd like to say is if you think because I know a lot of the tips and a lot of the things we discussed in this episode seems almost like you already know this but it's super hard to do that in the moment I do get that I 100% when you know when there's such a big fire it's very very difficult to extinguish it right but Just think about this for a second. Where in your life once has anger ever gotten you anything?
0: Yeah. Anything productive. That's very
1: true. So it's worthy of addressing it and doing whatever measure might work. Maybe there's one step in this episode that can get you closer to being a little bit more cognizant during your anger moments towards the person that you are obviously inflicting anger upon and if that happened if if that's all that you got from this episode then i think that's that's enough that's enough because as i said anger's never ever got anyone anyway
0: so ladies and gentlemen there you guys have it diffusing emotions or anger by identifying and addressing the root cause behind it I hope that you can derive some great value from this and from our show thus far. Go out this week and not just identify the root cause to your negative emotions. If anything, at least go out and identify the root cause of your happiness, Mm -hmm. of the good times, Mm -hmm. of your good vibes. Identify those things, isolate them and start doing them more so that you can live a more fulfilling and passionful life. That's it from myself, Mono.
1: Signing out, Leon. Thanks so much, everyone. We're going to catch you on the next episode. We will discuss another interesting topic. I'll keep it nice and secret. And make (laughs) sure that you click on the link on the next episode to go and listen in. Thanks, everyone. Keep it safe out there. Cheers.
0: Bye. What's up, guys and girls? If you've derived some great value from our show thus far, please take a second to rate and review us on the platform that you're tuned in on. This will really help us to grow the show and reach more and more people to spread the positivity and change more and more lives. So it will literally just take you a second to rate and review us. And who knows, perhaps you could directly be responsible for changing someone's life today. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Until then, cheers.